everybody, and welcome to Raised on the Diz. I'm your host, Nick. And this is Olean. Hi, everyone. Well, um, we're back after a bit of a hiatus. And by a bit of a hiatus, I mean we were off of doing the podcast for about a year. Um, but during that time, we maintained our love of Disney. Um, we kept an eye on how many folks were downloading the podcast and and how many people were liking the page on Facebook. And we noticed that uh, that was still happening. And so we thought, what better time than now to, to get back into it? And we have a lot of new things to talk about as well. Yeah. I mean, the past year has just been busy with, you know, just life things, the kids and work. Um, but this is something we always wanted to circle back around to. And we've had a lot of Disney experiences over the past year, obviously, and we, we're we're reacting to news that comes out all the time about Disney and and talking about, you know, whether we're excited about things like Moana, Journey of Water coming to Epcot or, um, well, we rode Tron over the past year as well. So that is coming up. And, and Zolian is scared to death of roller coasters for the most <laughs> part, right? I mean, you like Everest, but you were really afraid of, of riding Tron. But I was um, terrified, yes. You got brave. And I, what happened? I did it. Um, so for any of you who have been to Magic Kingdom since Tron launched, for lack of a better term, um, it can be intimidating, especially watching that launch as you're standing in the line to get into the building. And so, um, yeah, I was terrified. I was standing with Christian watching that. Um, but I, I, I got on the got on Tron and it was it was awesome. We'll so, save the rest of it for a yeah, future episode. We'll have to like, you know, really dive into to talking about the ride, but it was great. That's Speaking of our son, Christian, um, in February, we had the opportunity to take a quick trip out to California and experienced him and I um, Disneyland for the first time which was really cool. And we'll cover that on an upcoming episode as well. So, you know, basically all of that to say that um, we have a lot to talk about and we we had this conversation over and over again. We've had some really um, cool experiences over mm-hmm. the past year that we'd like to pass along to you all. And um, we miss doing this. And so we have a, we have a lot to say and we'll, we'll be dropping episodes here weekly um, mm-hmm. and talking about all of the, uh, the cool things that you can do, whether you're in, Florida or California. Um, but um, we're talking about something today, your favorite time of the year, which is Halloween. Yes, we I know. And I, I know it's only August. But, you know, if you're a Disney fan, you know that by about the second week of August, the uh, the Halloween decorations are coming out. The jack-o'-lanterns are coming out in uh, Magic Kingdom. Main Street is now decorated um, and it's beautiful fall decor and uh we are officially in halloween time well we haven't decorated here yet which is <laughs> you know that's an accomplishment because we usually break out the halloween decorations about the first week of september yeah we're coming. in we're in mid-august here mid to late august and they haven't come out yet so we'll we'll wait to see what happens but <laughs> let's talk about mickey's not so scary halloween party we were there last year yes. in september for this party we actually dodged a hurricane we got out of town about a day before uh, the hurricane hit in late September last year. Yes, we were one of the last flights out of uh, out of Orlando International uh, at the at the time. So yeah, we just missed the hurricane, um, but it was you know we kind of went down there for a quick weekend uh, with the kids to surprise them with this Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. We had never done that before, so we really didn't know what to expect. But it was it was a really awesome experience. 
So we're recording this on August 18th, and the party started on August 11th, and they run through November 1st, 2023. How would you describe Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, Zolian? Um, You know, it's it's really unlike anything that I had experienced at the parks before. I mean, up until that point, we never went to any kind of special event like this, like a a party. I know that they have, you know, things for Christmas uh, and things like that. We had never we've never been there um, during that time. So this, you know, I was really kind of going into it, not knowing what to expect. Um, but it was just so much fun. I mean, there were, you know, there were shows at the castle. There was an awesome parade, trick-or-treating. Um, you know, the kids could go around to the different rides and and go trick-or-treating. And there were some really awesome characters just kind of floating around the park. So it was very unique. It's not like, you know, even though it was at Magic Kingdom, it, you, you got to see some things that, you know, you would have not seen on a regular day. Yeah, the characters are what our kids would call ultra rare. I do right. know that this year, all seven dwarves are part of oh, Mickey's so Not cool. So Scary yes. Halloween Party. Yeah. And so if you're heading out to that, the the Wicked Stepsisters are part of it as well. I feel like they're probably out quite mm-hmm. a bit on a regular day at the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. But as we're looking at some of the things that you can do, I'm just going to kind of walk through our night. So when you're walking into the park, first of all, if you buy tickets to this and it is not if you go to Magic Kingdom that day, it's not included in your admission. No. So you have to buy this separately. Um, it does cost similar to the cost of a park ticket, but mm-hmm. you do get a discount if you're an annual pass holder or a member of Disney Vacation Club. Right. We actually let our annual passes go over the past uh, couple months just because we weren't getting down to Disney as much as we used to, right. but we still are members of, of Disney Vacation Club. So you do get a bit of a discount if you're in one of those two groups. But what What you need to know about admission is that you can then enter Magic Kingdom if you have tickets to this event at four o'clock. And so, you know, the event runs through midnight. You're basically getting eight hours in the park. If you think about a regular day, you probably spend a little more than eight hours in the park if you're going on a regular park day. Mm -hmm. Most days. Sometimes you might not. I mean, if you're down right now, it's very hot in Disney in the summer. So you might not spend eight consecutive hours. So as you're thinking about the value, um, I think the value is is relatively good yeah. for what you get. We're going to talk about some of the things that you can do for Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. But this is this is a leveled up experience from a typical uh, park day. But as you're walking into the park, you're seeing people that are dressed up as all of their favorite characters. Yeah. So the, the, the park actually encourages you to dress up. Now, you can't wear masks or anything, anything that presents a security risk, right. you're not going to want to do, and you can't do. And you can't obviously take like weapons and like a, a sword or anything, you know, that's obviously all prohibited. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of the costumes were really awesome. Um, I remember seeing someone dressed as Yzma, which is the, the villain from, um, Emperor's New Groove. Um, so kind of like those rare characters you don't see very often. And, and the, the costume was fantastic. Um, we did not go to that extreme. We were very limited on space and our luggage. And so we just went as the Incredibles. We just all had matching Incredibles shirts. And there were a lot of people that did things like that, too. So they were costumes that were super elaborate. And then you also saw things that were much more simple. Um, and some people didn't even dress up. Um, so, it, you know, it's it's all what you want to do and what you want to put into it. So I actually made the comment today, um, we were having a conversation and I said, it's the coolest thing 
that I've ever done in a Disney park. I would imagine that the Christmas party is is probably the same, but I just want to talk through some of the things that um, you're able to do. Um, So you have the Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular. Mm -hmm. This runs two times throughout the night. It's a stage show at the castle with the Sanderson sisters and... um, they're incredible. They're awesome. Um, I mean, they're they're very similar to the original actresses right. in in the movies, right. um, and it's a great show. Oogie Boogie's in it, and anything mm-hmm. that Oogie Boogie's in, I mean, I'm there for it. Yeah. Um, a lot of the villains are in it, but this is. Um, I don't like stage shows. I skip them mm-hmm. at every opportunity. I also skip parades, but we'll talk about the parade in just a minute. But this stage show is really good. It's really good, and I think what I love the most about this is the fact that you see all of these different villains, not just, you know, the main ones that you tend to think of like Maleficent, for example, but you know, even like you mentioned, Oogie Boogie is there. Um, Dr. Facilier, who I think is terribly underrated. I think he's such a cool character. Um, he is there. Um, and then of course those Sanderson sisters last year when we went, that was right before I believe, or around the time that the Hocus Pocus two film came out on Disney plus. So there was a lot of hype and excitement around the Sanderson sisters, um, being at that particular performance, but it's awesome. The singing is awesome. It's like, it's literally like you're watching a Broadway production. Um, there's projections on the castle. It's, it's fantastic. So, um, I had some false information. I said it was twice. It's actually three times throughout the celebration. So times vary and they're very easy to find on the internet as far as what time the Hocus Pocus villain Spectacular, it's called Spectacular, takes place. But um, one of the other things is, and I have to be honest, we didn't get a very good position for these fireworks, mm-hmm. but, um, at 10 15 PM, and this is across the entire Halloween party. So whatever date you go, there's the Disney's not so spooky spell. Uh, this is, this is spectacular fireworks. This is hosted by Jack Skellington. There is an yes. animatronic. It's probably 20 feet tall yeah. of Jack Skellington. So you'd be able to see this all the way back main street. We were kind of blocked by trees. We couldn't see very well. Mm-hmm. Um, our son who loves Nightmare Before Christmas <laughs> and Oogie Boogie and Jack Skellington was he he was four at the time, but he decided that he would be scared to death of of this show. Right. But the fireworks are really good. And um, obviously a completely different show than what is offered on a nightly basis at Magic Kingdom, which is happily ever after. Right. And, uh, you know, and despite the fact that we we didn't have the best seats you know, it's, it's just the whole vibe of being there. And I don't know whether it's just because I'm a Halloween person and I just love all of that, but it's just fun. So, you know, I, I would say don't stress about necessarily getting there and trying to get the best seat, because of course you're going to miss out on doing other things because you're going to be sitting there reserving your seat. Um, but just, you know, try to, get the best kind of place that you can and just enjoy it, you know, regardless of, of what your view is. Now the highlight of the night for us, and we've had this conversation recently and we both agree on it is the Mickey's boo to you Halloween parade. Mm -hmm. We had some of that music to start the episode. We'll wrap up with it as well. This is presented one twice, twice during the night Mm -hmm. at nine 15 and 11 15. Um, we went to the later. Yes. It will take, um, the entirety of the rest of the time the park is open from 11.15 to 11.45. If you're standing out on the end of Main Street USA by the Emporium, which is where we were. But by the time right. it was over, um, this is just how long this parade is. It 
it takes a long time to to work through. But if you talk about just some of the things that you see mm-hmm. during this that you don't get to see on a regular day. The Headless Horseman. Yeah, you like that. It's led by the Headless Horseman. And what's so cool, like we were back actually by like the like kind of like the very tail end um, by like the the fire station. And it just got very, you know, because obviously I couldn't see what was coming down Main Street, but it got kind of very quiet. And then all of a sudden, you know, we could hear these like these hooves uh, from the horse kind of on the on the pavement coming down Main Street. And then you can see the Headless Horseman and he is leading the parade. And so, again, for a, a Halloween geek like myself, like that was really, really cool to see. Um, but there were other characters that, you know, your kids might recognize more like, um, you know, Jack Sparrow, um, the, you know, the Pirates of the Caribbean had a float, Haunted Mansion had a float and it wasn't just a float, but there were actually characters out dancing, um, and, and, you know, just doing some really, really awesome things. It was cool to look at. Max's power line is really popular. He, he's in there too, pretty early on in the parade. Um, highlights for me were the fact that basically every ride in the park is represented in some way, um, with really what's super impressive about it is with more than one float. So just take the haunted mansion for instance, you have dancing ghosts, mm-hmm. um, which are really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, because the makeup is, is incredible. That's and awesome. it's just, it's, it's as the, as Gen Z says, it's a whole vibe. Um, <laughs> but also you have the hitchhiking ghosts, they have their own float. And then you have grave diggers and I don't know how they do it, but they mm-hmm. scrape their shovels against the the Kong, the, the asphalt and sparks fly up and then they, they, it's all, it's all choreographed and everything. But, um, also there's the country bears, there's, um, characters that you don't see all the time, like Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope. Um, and, um, there's just, it's basically like a whole representation of the park and it, it goes on for a pretty long time. Right. And then it ends with, you know, Mickey and Minnie and, you know, on their their float, and we see all those classic characters. Yeah, as well. and so Carter slept through that as well. Um, we're hoping to make it back so that he can get to experience all of those things um, now that he's a year older. But um, let's talk about some other things. Um, one thing we didn't get to see a ton of, but they're they're just kind of around, and um, you know, you see them as you're around the park. Is uh, Dapper Dance? They're called the Cadaver Dance yeah, during. Mickey's not so scary mm-hmm. Halloween party because they're in kind of cadaver makeup. Right. They perform in Frontierland and where they're going to be is over on top of Country Bear Jamboree. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with Disney, it's where Chip and Dale are a lot or where the Country Bears are. Yeah. And so um, they perform at 7, 745, 830, 950, and 1030. And they have a list of spooky songs that they sing. Um, but Let's talk about trick-or-treating. Yeah, that so was really cool. Let's talk about how that works because people hear about trick-or-treating and they might wonder how how that works. But um let's let's talk about some places where you can find that. Okay. And how it how it works. So when we first came into the park, like you said, it you know, it kind of opens up at four o'clock. Um there are stations like we went to the um Tortuga Tavern was where we we had to go um, in Adventureland in order to get our our wrist. We kind of check in almost uh, to the party. So you get your wristbands um, and then everybody in your party also gets a trick or treat bag. Um, And so then when everything gets started, uh, there are like different 
sort of stops and you do get like sort of an agenda almost and a map and everything um, whenever you pick up your, your band and your bag. So you know exactly where everything is and what time everything is. So you don't need to like, you know, be searching your phones constantly. Um, but you know exactly where to go. Um, and you, you basically, you know, you, you and your kids, you go into these, these different areas um, that has the candy um, and you can just start filling up your bags. I know I'm just thinking about kind of like that frontier land area. I know country bear jamboree. Um, they had candy where they kind of wove you through the building and you were able to get trick or treat candy. Also Columbia Harbor house did as well. Um, and so there are just different places throughout the park. And so it's fun for, for kids to be able to go and to, to be able to fill up those bags as they're kind of walking past on their way to different rides or, uh, some of those shows that we mentioned. And so there's many of these trick or treat locations across, uh, Disney world. For example, one at carousel of progress. Mm -hmm. There's another one outside of space mountain between space mountain and Tron. There's one in Liberty square that I remember very well from last year. There is one in Frontierland, several in Adventureland. And so there's just these different areas mm -hmm. where you can, and they're, they're very efficient. So they give you a bag. They start you out with a full candy bar too, which was pretty cool. Oh, I forgot about um, that. Yeah. yeah. So um, you walk through and they, they're, they're very generous with candy. They'll, mm -hmm. they'll just fill up a couple handfuls. Yeah. Um, and you can go through any time throughout the night. You know, a couple of little things that I wanted to mention too is um, that they have special merchandise for Mickey's mm -hmm. Not So Scary Halloween Party as well. Um, some limited edition things for people who are really interested in that. We talked a little bit about um, the rare characters that are out as well. Lines tend to get pretty long for those. Yeah. And so that wasn't something that we took advantage of. I mean, for me, I mean, if I'm walking by and I can see the character, I mean, I don't have to stand in line to get my picture taken with them. Right. I mean, it's it's just like any other park day. You know, you can't do everything. So you kind of have to prioritize what you or people in your party want to do. So, you know, if you want to ride rides, if that's your big thing, then that's what you're going to prioritize. If the character meet and greets, if that's something you want to do, then that's what you're going to spend time or most of your time doing, but keep in mind that there are going to be lines. And so then you're going to sacrifice, you know, other things. So it's, yeah, it's really all what you want to do. I know we really didn't, um, other than like you said, at a distance, maybe getting some pictures, but we didn't actually go up to meet anyone. So, uh, lines, because people may have that question as well. There's, mm -hmm. there's a number of locations that are open. I just want to go down through and talk about a few of the rides that you can do uh, whenever you go to Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. So um, in Adventureland, Magic Carpets of Aladdin, Pirates mm -hmm. of the Caribbean, Swiss Family Treehouse, Big Thunder Mountains open in Frontierland. Um, in Fantasyland, you have It's a Small World, The Carousel, Peter Pan's Flight, Winnie the Pooh, Mad Tea Party. With a Halloween twist, they play Halloween music yes. during it. Under the Sea with The Little Mermaid is open and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. The Haunted Mansion is open. Um, in the past, they've had a Halloween twist here, but it doesn't mention that on this website, so they might not have that this year. Dumbo is open in Storybook Circus along with The Barnstormer. Mm -hmm. And then in Tomorrowland, you have Astro Orbiter, Buzz Lightyear, Monsters, Inc., has a Halloween twist. Okay. Um, it has also two opportunities to get candy. 
in that attraction. So okay. it's sort of a walkthrough. The show goes on basically the whole time mm-hmm. and it's Halloween themed, but it's an opportunity to get in. Um, Space Mountain has a Halloween twist as well. And then Tomorrowland Speedway and Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover is uh, open as well. Tron is open. It's a oh. virtual queue. Right. So it operates in the same way that extended hours operate. You'll have to log on to your app. I'm not exactly sure on the time that you need to do that, mm-hmm. but all of that information is available in the Disney My Experience app, and it will be easily accessible to you that day. Right. Our experience with After Hours and Tron is good. We had no issues in our last trip getting into the virtual queue. The wait... so. We'll talk about this more in a future episode about Tron specifically, Mm -hmm. but don't expect when you get a virtual queue spot for Tron, if it's not in the early morning, you're going to wait and you could wait up to 45 to 50 minutes. We'll talk about it later on in a future episode. The wait is worth it. Um, your luck is probably going to be a little bit better during the Halloween party as far as your weight than even regular extended hours for deluxe guests, but just something to keep in mind. And then the last thing I wanted to mention is something that's new this year is they have a band of pirates that are roaming around Adventureland singing, um, sea shanties. So that's that's something new in the past. They've had live pirates. I'm not sure if that's still part of it in pirates of the Caribbean. Right. That was cool. Honestly, um, it didn't do a lot for me Yeah, because it was, um, it was just a couple people in the queue and the one person in the ride. And so it wasn't that big of a deal, but right. I mean, to really wrap it up with Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, um, we want to do it again. So I definitely would say for anybody who is on the fence about doing it, do it. Um, don't let the fact that it is around the same price as a regular admission day scare you away. My recommendation is take a break that day. Um, Go to the pool. Um, If you're staying off site, maybe go do something else Mm -hmm. and um, then head over to the park to be there at four o'clock. You can still get eight hours in. That's a pretty extensive day. So my recommendation is that you definitely do the party, Mm -hmm. skip a park that day and, and be refreshed for the evening. Yeah, I agree. And of course, if you're a local, that's not an issue. Then you just, you know, make your way from your house uh, on over to the park uh, at the time that you can get in there. But but no, I agree. It's definitely a unique experience. It's something that if you are, you're a fan of Disney and you're a fan of this time of year um, to definitely check. out. I think if you have young kids and I'm not not saying very small. I mean, you know, your children. So some kids might be freaked out by some of this stuff, but you know, if your kids are a little older and they're into Halloween, that they will probably like it as well. And you know, it is what you make it just like any normal park day. So you can kind of tailor it to, you know, to, to yourself, to your party, what you all want to do. Well, it's been good to be back. Um, we have a lot to talk about in episodes to come. You know, we used to think about, okay, what are we going to do for the next episode? And really would kind of stress over that and 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 really brainstorm. But um, we've got a lot of content that we can bring to you in the coming weeks here between our trip to Disneyland, my son and I, and also um, with Tron and many other things yeah, um, that we've experienced of, over the past year. Yeah. And, you know, wouldn't even say that we've gone to Disney a ton in the past year no. since, since we've 
went on our hiatus, but we've just had a lot of unique experiences that I think would be good to, to pass along to people. Yeah. And there are a lot of new things happening. Like, I feel like there are some things that we've been talking about for a really long time, like the Moana, the, the, the water, the journey of water. Yes. Right. I feel like we've been talking about that for a while. It's still not open. Um, but you know, there have been new things like guardians of the galaxy, um, Tron, of course. So yeah, we have a lot of cool things to talk about. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Raised on the Diz. Have a magical day. And have a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. <laughs>